A warning. This conversation, in part, focuses on experience with abuse. This may be hard to hear, and we'll hear from Sharon, who talks about sexual abuse she experienced as a child and how she has found peace. Thank you. Imagine how kind the world could be if each of us spent a small part of our day actively listening to someone else. In each episode of Active Listening, students from the University of St. Francis share conversation with older adults and discuss life lessons. The project's goal is simple, to bring people together through the kindness of listening. Today we hear from Sharon. She was interviewed by Laura Jansen. In their conversation, Sharon talks about her life as a Jehovah's Witness and shares advice for the next generation. So what would you say growing up today is different about when you were growing up? Kids don't play. Kids don't play outside. They don't play outside like we did when I was growing up. And even though, again, being the middle girl, because with the older brother dying, then my sister, I remember, she left home and graduated when I was going on nine, eight going on nine. It was me, the oldest girl in the house with younger brothers, two, three years, respectfully, and six years. I didn't. I was one of those kids that did not like to play. Because I didn't like the way they played. I would go sometimes. But at the same time, I had a lot of things inside Mm -hmm. that I could play with. I read a lot. That's what I did. I read a lot. I did puzzles. I remember I did puzzles a lot. So Mm -hmm. they just don't have, to me, imagination. So that's different. So you said you like to read and do Mm -hmm. puzzles. Do you still enjoy those kind of activities? Uh, Attention span is very short with reading, but I I can read uh, magazines. I read just about everything I put my hands on. But like I've got Michelle Obama's book that a neighbor gave me because she's not interested in reading. Mm -hmm. And I read it initially, so many chapters, and then that's on the table right now. Self-help or something that I can go through and pick and choose. Yeah, I can read it, but other than that, not too much. much. Are there any other activities you like to enjoy? I'm a Jehovah's Witness, so I definitely like reading our publications and going out in what we call the film ministry, Mm door-to-door. And right now I'm an American Sign Language group, and so learning that and searching for the deaf and hard of hearing, I'm really enjoying that. And just seeing the culture, how different the culture is, but I understand it. Mm Mm-hmm. How how would you say the culture is different? They're not trusting no. at all. No. And they live communal because of that trust from people. A lot of them, the majority of them have been used, misused and abused all of their lives because they yeah. cannot talk. It's, it, it's, it's definitely different. They do not trust anyone. So where did you, where were you able to locate this community? You said it was hard to... F- to find well what we do is what we call search work so um we get leads from other deaf we actually search for the deaf of course as a jehovah's witness we're 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 searching to to have them learn about the bible and that the way that they have lived their lives is is not what god purposed you know we feel that's very important so we really do it with a lot of a uh, word of mouth Finding people is very hard. There's a very, very large deaf community, very large. 
So do you feel that being a Jehovah's Witness is something that has been fulfilling? Very in fulfilling yeah. in my life because I actually um, grew up sexually abused at a very young age. A pedophile entered my home. I actually started to run away from it when I was 12. So yeah, knowing that this is not what God purpose, because you know, every little kid wants to know uh, what the purpose of my life is. I mean, that's, it just comes to you. Reading the Bible, having knowledge of the Bible has explained that to me. I'm so sorry that that happened. Oh, that's fine. I've always like talked about it. Yeah, like it's, it was a very hard, I mean, that has to be very, very difficult. It was but. very difficult because you don't understand if this this person, this pedophile is in your home and they are providing for you materially, but yet they're doing something that is hurting you, which at the age he came in, you don't understand it. You got a love, hate going on. And so really, I can say today, I've never loved him. I have tolerated him. So I learned to tolerate very early on. So do you feel that even though it was a horrible experience, it has helped you being a Jehovah's Witness? Are you able to create awareness about sexual abuse? Well, or me, it just has helped you as a person? You know how they say, I love the, I love the footprints in the sand. Mm -hmm. How you, you find out you were never long. A lot of times that he was carrying you. That's the way I felt. Because when I read as a young child, that was escapism. I remember National Geographic, I would actually go there in my mind, you know, so you, 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 you took your way from this situation because you never know when it's coming. Number one, you never know when it's coming. Yeah. Jehovah's Witness, Jehovah, being a Jehovah's Witness has really helped me balance it a lot in my mind because it, it's an indelible mark without a doubt, you know, but I do know that one day it will not come to mind. And that is very refreshing to me, you know. Yeah. But right now you just deal with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is there anything you would tell maybe Sean and I? Like, What have you learned from all of those experiences? Like either related to your faith mm -hmm. or how you've overcome some of the obstacles that you have had in your life? Is mm -hmm. there any kind of advice or something you would tell us like about our faith? Maybe mm -hmm. like make sure you do this or mm -hmm. make sure you... Well, first of all, patience is a virtue. In time, everything will work itself out as long as you're on the straight and narrow and you're doing what God has purposed you to do, which of course is just don't do bad because there's not a gray area. There's either a right or a wrong. You know, there's nothing you can do for other people other people have to come to face their demons, so to say, by themselves. You can tell them what you believe. You can lead them to things that may help them, but you cannot. Like they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So is there any other piece of advice pertaining to all the things you learned in your life and your experiences that you would like to tell the younger generation if yeah. you could... I would just just don't listen to peers. Don't don't let someone guide your life. Don't feel you have to get married. Don't feel you have to have babies. Don't feel that you have to have the nine to five. You know, just do what makes you happy. What you just heard is part of the active listening series, put together as a collaboration between the University of Saint Francis 
and WBOI. Additional conversations can be found online at WBOI.org or wherever WBOI podcasts are found. Faculty advisors for active listening are Miles Fulwider, Jane Martin, and Kristen Miller. This program was also made possible thanks to the support of Trina Bodeker from the USF Office for Service and Social Action. Our interviewers are Laura Jansen, Georgia Lieb, Caleb Meyer, Sean Rollins, Jennifer Schinkel, Sage Souter, Miranda Tyler, Kendra Seifring, and Doe Thong. USF Meta students are Nicholas Cardosa, Vaughn Gallagher, Joey Lamping, Ashley Price, Renee Robinson, Tyler Ross, and Jennifer Schinkel. Active Listening's creative director is Larissa Whitaker. Our music is by Noah Campadonico. And thank you for listening. <laughs>